1: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: You know, you might think about taking Jesus Christ as your savior instead of fooling around with all this stuff. Ah, Jesus. This is dirt and spray. I like him very much. He don't help. Me, trying to say Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? With Andy Dirt
0: Johnson and Brendan Sprague.
1: What the hell's going on out here? Well, Nick's scared because his eyelids are jammed and his old man's here. We need a live, was it a live rooster. We need a live rooster to take the curse off Jose's glove and nobody seems to know what to get Millie or Jimmy for their wedding present.
2: Dirt and Sprague on 1080.
0: That's all we got. One damn hit. You can't say damn on the air. Don't worry. Nobody's listening anyway. The Fan. The summer wind. Let's do this final hour. Dirt and here, uh, Portland sports leader, 1080 the fan.
1: Thanks
0: for being with us on a Thursday. It's our last show of the year. If you missed it earlier, I paid off a bet and sang better than Elvis did. Well, we got that saved by itself, correct? That is in our system. So it we is in the system, yeah. Okay. You can right. play it whenever you want. Okay. Uh, we will spring the line coming up oh, bottom of the hour, so get your fake sponsors in 503 250 1080. But on the line now is those of You Better, You Bet, Odyssey Sports betting insider Ken Barkley. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to You Better, You Bet podcast for more Ken Barkley's analysis. Just search You Bet wherever you find your podcast. You can follow him on Twitter at Lockie Lockerson, Ken, good morning to you. Better side dish. What side dish gets you more excited if you're walking down the uh, buffet line at your Christmas dinner, mashed potatoes or macaroni and cheese?
3: Uh, For Christmas, macaroni and cheese, not even close. I actually don't even know if it's close. Now, I think the key here is, are we talking about, like, a highbrow macaroni and cheese, or are we talking about, like, I have to feed my kids? You know, Not like like a family cheese, dinner mac and mac, no,
0: like a family dinner macaroni yeah. and cheese.
3: Yeah, like it's got some breadcrumb consistency. <laughs> it's like a nice noodle. Like it's like a spiral noodle, maybe. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's got like six different kinds of cheese because the more kinds of cheese, the better. That's always the rule of macaroni and cheese. <laughs> I think I uh, I think it's mac and cheese easily because like mashed potatoes has its spotlight moment, which is Thanksgiving. It has to accompany the turkey. Like there is no turkey without mashed potatoes. <laughs> like, macaroni and cheese like needs. It's such a great side dish. It needs its own spotlight, I think. So I think we give it Christmas, and then each one gets their own. Thing.
0: Okay. I didn't like that you just set them up that way. I mean, that was a perfect answer. I don't know, uh, I don't no, know what you're talking it, about. Ken, you know, he asked you that question. It's a little leading. Yesterday <laughs> we talked about leading. No, mac and not. cheese and are mashed you, potatoes. Are you pro
3: mashed potatoes? No, Am I, I, I about to hear a mashed potato case here? No, 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 no.
0: I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, mac, he is. He is. Mac and cheese when done well. When both are done well, mac and cheese wins. I have acknowledged this. My problem was he said yesterday mashed potatoes and I quote suck and shouldn't even be on the plate. That's not the same thing wow. as comping
3: it to mac and cheese. Eh, they're overrated. They're, they're like, not I just, overrated. I, I like it's mashed potatoes. Mashed yeah. potatoes can't. I mean, it's like oh, like I don't want any French fries. Like, what are you un-American? Yeah, like, thank of course you, you want French thank fries. <laughs> like, I just, like, just like same thing with mashed potatoes. No, don't don't put the this delicious starch on my plate. Don't do that. Like, it's yeah, it can have a home on the plate. It's just, it's the, it's the passenger. He, the he, mac and cheese is driving the side bus on Christmas. The the, the, the potatoes are the passenger.
0: And Ken, he hates the hot take shows and he's out here. He's like, <laughs> no, mashed potatoes suck. It's only mac and cheese. Right. And it's like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I got teeth, you know, I prefer food with yeah, substance. Even yeah, okay. a side dish. That's, what <laughs> what <I'm talking> <laughs> That's a great nickname. Uh, I like Ken, I, I know it's probably been said uh, on your show. I know it's been said a million times. I can't believe I'm excited on December 22nd for Jags and Jets, man. This is going to be a wet, cold game. How are we feeling about it right now?
3: Uh, I uncertain would probably be the right way to put it. I like I, that many times, like many times, many ways. <laughs> Merry Christmas to us for Jags Jets on Thursday that's night. Right. I I think this point spread's fine. It's moving in a way that's like a little interesting. So I, I figured the Jets would be a small favorite in the game, and they are. Um, In general, they've been rated higher than the the Jaguars the whole season. Yes, Zach Wilson is starting a quarterback. Yes, he stinks. Um, But I think they should still be, like, a very small favorite in the game. Now, the problem is they're now getting bet this morning, (laughs) the Jets are, and it's starting to get a little unreasonable. They're a a two-and-a-half-point favorite now in the market. Obviously, like, if it ever goes to three, it's the most key number we have in the NFL, game lands three more than it lands any other number. I think you would see an avalanche of people bet Jacksonville at that point. I really don't think we're going to get to three in the game. I would bet Jacksonville at three, but we're like really close to, I don't know if the Jets can be even two and a half. It's pretty close. So if I had to bet the game right now, I would bet Jacksonville. I also don't mind as long as uh, you can put in a teaser that doesn't like, we you going to have to pay a ton of money for it. A price wise teasing the Jags up from two and a half to eight and a half, mm-hmm. pairing it with uh, there's a number of games on Sunday or Saturday, rather that, with that description like Buffalo from eight down to two, basically to just win against Chicago. There's probably a good pairing in that situation. Talk about pairing side dishes and pairing main courts. So my, my mac and cheese might end up being Jags 8.5. And, and then my mashed potatoes may end up being Bills minus 2. Um, that's probably how I'm going to approach the game.
0: Okay. Well, let me ask you this. So there's a couple of dogs this weekend that I'm, I'm interested in if you if you see the value that I see. So you loved the uh, the Giants last week against the Commanders. And that hit on Sunday night. I did. And you went against yeah. our left hand up. Who are we, Commanders? That's okay. You've been on the Commanders bandwagon. I'm looking at them this weekend catching seven. I know they're on the road against San Francisco and San Francisco had the extended off time with the Thursday night game. I, I, to me, there's, I think there's some value there for a team that can run the football. I know they're on the road that one. And then mixed with, and I don't mean this as a shot. Jalen Hurts is an incredible, having an incredible year. I think as far as backup quarterbacks go, Gardner Minshew has shown when he's filled in, he's, he's been serviceable and they can run the football. I I feel like Philly getting six in Washington, getting seven are decent value. How are you feeling about the dogs this weekend?
3: Yeah, really, and two totally different types of games, right? Because Niners, Commanders, we kind of know everything that's going on in that game. I guess we don't know if Chase Young is going to play, but yeah. I feel like every week every week, I, I feel like I've said that, and he doesn't play. And I think I'm just going to stop saying it. I think I'm tired of Chase Young and whether he plays or not in the game. So Niners by seven is a point where that hasn't moved very much. There aren't a lot of injuries going on in the game. It's a pretty stable point spread. I think the Niners are very likely to win. I do like them a little minus the seven mm. against Washington. I bet some six and a half early in the week. Seven's like, okay, I think my number's seven and a half. So it's, you know, we're, we're kind of talking about really, really small distinctions. I like the Niners a little bit, um, and it wouldn't surprise me if the wheels started to fall off of the commanders a little bit. The Niners turn quarterbacks over more than any other defense. Taylor Heineke has more turnover-worthy plays than any other quarterback. So I could actually see this kind of spiraling out of control for Washington if, if he puts the ball in the air too much. In the other game, it's, it's been the biggest frenzy of betting the entire week. Uh, <laughs> all betters that I know, anyone who ever gets information, anyone who I ever talk to about betting, all of us on Monday morning were avalanching this point spread and about five other related markets because the word kind of came out as a trickle and then eventually everybody got it. The Jalen Hurts probably wasn't going to play. And so this was actually Cowboys minus one and a half on, uh, on Monday morning when we knew uh, when we started to learn that Jalen Hurts may not play in the game. So I, I have a lot of Cowboys at a very small number. Now at this point spread at six with Gardner Minshew now confirmed to start a quarterback for Jalen Hurts, I agree it's only Philly in the game at this point. We also don't know if Micah Parsons is going to play for the Cowboys, yeah, and he's yeah. kind of an impactful player. We also know that there's a giant illness, probably COVID, sweeping through the Cowboys' locker room. That's not great. They're playing in two days. Um, so I think just almost like circumstance wise and situation wise, yeah, at six, I, I would only bet the Eagles at this point. But I am I'm in a much different situation from a betting standpoint than than looking at this market right now. Uh,
0: Ken, I, I initially wanted to ask you about the momentum of the Detroit Lions. Uh, and then I thought that's not the right way to ask Ken Barkley about a game, whether side or total. What do the numbers bear out with Detroit on the road, a red hot Detroit Lions team who might still get in the playoffs, given everything the way it's uh, unfolding here. How are we feeling about the Lions? They're sub of field goal on the road. Carolina, feisty, good, bad team. Like, I, I don't want to ask you about momentum because I don't think you buy into it. But what do numbers say about the Detroit Lions this weekend?
3: Well, you're, you're right that momentum in terms of like a week-to-week thing is probably really overrated, right? Um, you know. Tampa wins one game, and it's like, oh, Tampa's back. And it's like, well, they just won one game. Like, that doesn't have to mean they're back, and they ended up being bad. So, like, a one-week momentum sell, I think is a tough sell to make. But when you're good for, like, half the season, I think that's that kind of starts being baked into the numbers a little bit. I mean, you look at teams like the Bengals and teams like the Niners and teams like the Lions. I mean, these are for eight weeks, these have been the best teams in the league. And so, at some point, it, it, it matters, obviously, I don't think the number is is crazy. Uh, I talked to a couple other people who make numbers on games, and I just wanted to compare: how do they have the Lions rated versus how do I have the Lions rated? I have the Lions rated, I think, as like the eleventh best team in the NFL right now, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and maybe that sounds high to people. Maybe it sounds low to people. Um, it just, I think that's about right. I don't know if they're ahead of a few of the playoff teams that that they would see. Uh, and I talked to a couple other people. I have some people that have them seventh, and some people that have them eighth. And even like, I mean, you know, obviously they're not in the tier of Buffalo and Kansas city and San Francisco, but man, like they might be in that next tier at this point from a rating standpoint, if that's true, then they have to be a road favorite. They probably have to be a road favorite of a field goal. So I know a lot of people who like the lions only at two and a half, never at three. Hmm. I think three is probably the right number in the game. Maybe a small lean toward Detroit at two and a half would not be surprised at all. If they won the game, I really think we're heading very rapidly Toward their game against the Packers in week 18. I don't think the Packers will be alive. I think they will lose this week, Um, but I do think the Lions will be alive for a playoff spot in that final game.
0: Interesting. Uh, And you mentioned the Cowboy line that you got, and you got to love that. Outside of that, do you have a favorite bet this weekend?
3: Man, there's like so much interesting stuff on the board. I'll give you another contrarian one. You know, we talked about teasers already. I like using teasers a lot late in the season because the point spreads tend to be really good, right? Like they're a really good representation of the difference between the teams. Like, the numbers make a lot of sense. We know so much about the teams now. It's so late in the year. So teasing away from a number like that becomes really valuable. Like, that number's rock solid. Okay, let me tease away from it. So I'll be doing that a lot in a lot of these games. A couple other things that stand out, though. I know that Ryan Tannehill's good. And I know that Malik Willis probably isn't very good. I know both of those things are true. Also, I really like the Titans now that it's three. Need three to make the bet. I basically just need the Titans to like almost just win the game now at this point against Houston. And Houston has given you a lot of nice fun competitive games recently. Dallas, Kansas City. So I'm sure there's some bullishness on them here. Also, Kansas City slaughtered them statistically in that game in a fashion that I have not seen almost the entire season, but turned the ball over an insane amount of times. Yeah. And that's why that scoreline was obviously what it was. I think this is still same old bad Houston. I really do. And Tennessee minus three, I think, is almost like an, an over, like an exaggerated version of how much Tannehill matters to the point spread. So that would be one. And then, what's wrong with just continuing to fade the Vikings when they're favored in games? Yeah. What's wrong with that? <laughs> yeah. uh, I bet. I was, and the answer is nothing. That's the answer. So the Giants uh, at four and a half, I really like the Giants in that game. Mm-hmm. Look, I mean, if the Colts can cover a, a field goal number and uh, and the Jets can be down to the final possession, then the Giants can cover a four and a half in this situation too. So. Mm.
0: Uh, you know, can I I know you like to gamble on basically anything that you can get an opportunity to gamble on, but I I always feel personally I, I participate in bowl pools, I'm in one with, with dirt here and, and they're fun. I have no feel for bowl games. You just don't know who's playing, who's 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 leaving, what team's healthy, what team cares, what team doesn't care. What do you think about this Oregon 14 and a half point spread against North Carolina? It's next week, we're off next week. Uh so we won't talk to you but I I am genuinely curious. I think I just rolled with Oregon instead. Vegas knows what they're doing. I'll just go with the big number. I know there's danger in that, but I don't know how to feel about this. Where's what's your feel on Oregon North Carolina in the Holiday Bowl next week at 14 and a half?
3: Yeah, I think we, we've done bowl games on the show before. I I'm more in your camp of just like I think if you have the time to really sit like especially right at the end of the regular season and go through Okay, like, who are the likely, especially now with the new way college football works, right? Who are the likely transfers? Who are the likely players that are going to opt out to prepare for the draft? Uh, Obviously, the quarterback situation for the team is very important. Is the coach, what, what is the coach doing? What are the coordinators doing? If you know all that on every team, some of the edges that have been out there on some of these, I mean, point spreads that have moved more than a touchdown in some cases um yeah the latest one was uh b john robinson opting out for texas obviously in their game against washington they were a touchdown in that game now they're a four-point favorite yeah. in that game like if you can be on this stuff you can really like you can get a lot of edges uh the problem is i host a four-hour radio show every day and i can't be on this stuff. that's the problem so uh in terms of the oregon game honestly and this will be like the only time i say this probably with any betting market your guess is as good as mine on this one <laughs> but I pro- how about this I have nothing to offer you on that. Can I offer you something else? Yeah, sure. Yeah,
0: there's
3: this is welcome to the king of degenerates here. So I am I bet a lot of awards. Uh, It's like one of the season long markets that I love betting the most because they're they're just weird and silly, but you can still bet a lot of money into them sometimes. Uh, There was an article that came out while you guys were on the air about 45 minutes ago. Tom Pellicero of NFL Media released a poll of all executives in the NFL on who is going to win every award this year uh, in the National Football League. Now executives don't vote on the awards, that's voted on by basically a media panel you know, Chris Collinsworth has voted before. Troy Aikman has voted before. Like, that's the kind of people that are going to do it's not the executives. But I think the opinion of the executives is really important to kind of register what should what should the prices be. And one of the biggest revelations of that piece, most of it's not surprising, right? Mahomes MVP, Justin Jefferson, Offensive Player of the Year, no. Sauce Gardner, no. Defensive Rookie of the Year. <laughs> those, are, those are those. Well, I, at least <laughs> as of right now, those are that's kind of like where we're going in terms and I think those are all very likely winners. I think Mahomes can actually still win offensive player of the year too and he came in second, which I think is interesting. Where was behind Jefferson Hill? a third and I think that's right now I think that's the correct placement. Now, okay, what if he has 200 yards against Green Bay mm-hmm. and Jefferson flops? Mm-hmm. Now now Tyreek Hill's going to get more votes obviously. So it's not like it's over. It's just I think the winners at this point were unsurprising in all of those markets. right? Like that's kind of what you would think right now if the season ended today. Jefferson has the best numbers. He has the most yards. Uh, The one that was surprising, defensive player of the year, I I kind of perceived to be a very close race between Nick Bosa and Micah Parsons uh, as we head down the stretch here. Executives basically unanimously gave, not unanimously, but like by a large margin, uh, gave it to Bosa, which I thought was really interesting. And I think Parsons obviously has a huge reputation also. And they have a big game this week. And if he kills it, he probably comes back into the picture. But Bosa had like three times as many votes as Parsons. I found that interesting. I don't know if that that's about to be reflected in the market, I feel like. Because um, if I'm anybody who reads that, and I see that these guys are both like even money to win the award, I'm going to bet Nick Bosa, now having read that article, right? So if you're looking for a price that's very likely to move, I would imagine Nick Bosa is about to become a much bigger favorite to win that award.
0: Look at that. Look at that. No no Oregon, North Carolina. Who needs that when you got Defensive Player of the Year? That's right. a per, yeah. It's a perfect caveat. Holiday Bowl.
3: Yeah, who
0: holiday cares bowl. about that crap? Are we on the under of uh, Browns and Saints
3: real quick? I don't know how to not be on the under. <laughs> how am I, How can? It, is that the lowest like how, under in NFL well, how, history? How, Has this, there like, been a
0: lower total than that?
3: The Browns played a game about 15 years ago where the total was like a point lower, I think, or something like that, but we're getting really close. I mean, it's in that bottom 1% of all totals, (laughs) something like that. I just, I think it's either you don't bet the game or you bet the under. I mean, I just, I, this is not the, I don't think this is the time for contrarian overs, (laughs) Um, but I do, but I do, but I do think Taysom Hill, we talked about this on the show. Like if you have Taysom Hill in fantasy and he is like tight end eligible, or you have a way to play him, or you could play some exotic props, What's to stop the Saints from running running wildcat in this game if they can't throw the ball and That's having Taysom Hill play yeah, quarterback? Yeah, yeah. What's to stop that from happening? So just it may be an angle there that makes some sense.
0: That's a great point. It's going to be cold. It's going to be snowing. Play some Taysom Hill. There you go, uh, Ken Barkley. And uh, hold on, let me pull up my read here. He was he is the host. You better you bet. He's Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. Ken Barkley Insider calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Check him out on Twitter at Lockie Lockerson. Uh, and uh, hey, Happy Holidays, man. We're going to be out next week, so we'll catch up at the uh, the start of the year. We enjoy these conversations, and uh, have, have a Merry
3: Christmas, ma'am. Sounds good, guys. Happy holidays to you as well. Look forward to talking to you in the new year. There
0: you go. Ken Barkley, good stuff as always. Oh, sure. no, he's not a Merry Christmas guy. Well, I said Happy Holidays and Merry Christmas. No, we should I'm, cancel him for this. I got them both in there. I felt I weird. I, somebody said Merry Christmas to me the other day at a store, and I was like, Happy Holidays! And I left, and I'm like, I wonder if they're one of those people that, like, thinks about that stuff. Ah, uh, yeah. i try it. and do both. I don't know if you celebrate. I don't know if it's uh, you know, it religious affiliation, so I say happy holidays and Merry Christmas. You yeah, yeah t- Hitting them both. I choose not to really care, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Uh, hey, let's get into a little bit of the Holiday Bowl, because we're going to be out next week. I'm yeah. sure you have some hot takes right up your sleeve. Yeah, based you, on my question with Ken Barkley. Anticipation can- building. Man. Bubbling over for you? They better not lose because that Dan Lanning cigar smoking chip <laughs> <laughs> would not look it's good. That'd be passed around a little Go win a bowl game, damn it. Uh we'll talk a little bit about that and uh the weekend slate in the NFL. We'll spring the line at the bottom of the hour back after for this.
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, it's breaking the line coming up, bottom of the hour. We'll make our picks.
0: Uh, An update on the Peyton Bowen thing, he still has not sent in his signed letter of intent. That's becoming a weird thing. This is becoming a very weird story. There's a random dude at Rivals I've never heard of that is saying that uh, he's going to flip his commitment now to Oklahoma, which didn't even have a hat on the table yesterday. So that's kind of a twist and turn there. So I think they're a, a rank behind you in the recruiting rankings right now. Come had a nice day for themselves. Yeah, we'll wait and see how that one plays out. But there's your other. I know people have been wondering on Peyton Bowen. All the other five-stars sent in their stuff. Dickey finally did last night. Mateo did. Uh, but no Peyton Bowen yet. We'll wait and see how swag, that one plays it's, out. Swag, you can't. Like, like, I'm grateful. You can't do this to me. I'm going to eat this whole bag. Like I can't stop eating this. It's all going to be gone. Nobody's opened the booze yet, though. At least, so we got that going for us. No,
2: I gotta, I gotta still do a. Uh, I gotta keep it together for uh, for the the pilot's call here.
0: That was not the attitude you had at the Christmas party last year for the show.
2: Why well, wasn't uh, doing an immediate broadcast? That one was, got away from me.
0: That was the next day. Thing. You was out till midnight and got up four hours later to do a radio show. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, I love it. Hey, holiday bowls next week. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know where are you guys at on this. I feel like you don't, I
1: don't
3: care.
0: I don't care. I mean, I'm excited. I always enjoy watching Oregon You're play. Excited? Well, I mean, it's just an it's an Oregon game. They they seem relatively intact of guys that could be playing in the bowl game will be. They've had a few opt outs, but Bo's playing. Like not a backup quarterback situation. UNC has their starting quarterback. So yeah, you got starter versus starter at quarterback. That helps a little bit. I do think Oregon's going to win the game, but I mean, you know, it's a, it doesn't make or break the season. It'd be nice to get the ten wins. If you though. lose, what happens? Nothing I about mean, it. It's disappointing. You want to win the game. You want to get to 10 wins. But in the grand scheme of things, are the five stars going to no longer commit to the program if you lose to North Carolina in the Holiday Bowl? Well, you lost to UW and Oregon State, and that didn't stop anything. <laughs> so I would say, no, it doesn't uh, matter. I just, it's, it's a weird spot because at least, you know, OSU, we knew what they were playing for, right? A third there 10 was, win season in program history. And it had a lot of seniors that helped build that program up. Whereas, like, at Oregon. When you end the year the way you did, and now you play UNC, Vegas thinks you're going to trounce this team. It's a two-touchdown spread. It's over a two-touchdown spread. It's 14 and a half. half. So, yeah, I tend to just believe that I'll go Vegas here because I know nothing of UNC. I know that doesn't help your segment here but I don't have anything to offer. Drake May's playing cool. Yeah, I do think the I mean I, they're going to score some points on or I mean we know Oregon's defense is not good. They have not been good most of the season outside of really one game. Over under is 73 so there's yeah. definitely points When you score. got May playing like he he was a, he had a great freshman. He was one of the best quarterbacks in the country, man. The wheels kind of came off in the uh, ACC title game but and at the end of the year for them too. They they leaked oil towards the end similar to Oregon. Uh, So, I I have no doubt that UNC is going to score some points, but I think UNC's had a lot of key guys, especially in the secondary, that have opted out of this game. And that's why the point spread is where it's at because you got Bo. You would imagine healthy, although we don't have access to practice. But you would imagine he's had a month to heal that ankle. He should be moving. Troy Franklin's playing. Like I, just, you know, I think people are expecting Oregon to score a lot of points in this game against essentially a JV North Carolina defense, and their varsity defense wasn't very good to begin with. Yeah, and so I think that's where the point spread and the over under come from. But it does have the makings of what could be an exciting game if May can sling it around a little bit, kind of get a shootout going down there in San Diego. Eh. And, and look, I you know I don't want to poo poo it too much uh, because ten wins are. 10 wins is a good year. It's a good year. Yeah. I, I will never get to the point where winning 10 games gets old. Like, I know it was a bigger deal for Oregon State because it's only the third time in program history. You know, if you take – the COVID year was dumb. That's kind of a no counties for everybody to a certain extent. If you look at the last three full seasons that you've had a chance, this would make three straight 10-win seasons for Oregon. And to do it with two different, co- you know, coaching staffs, that's, you know – there's something to be proud of. It's a feather in your cap. So it's a chance to end the season on a high note, kind of take away the taste from the end of the year against Washington and Oregon State. Yeah. And, you know, bowl games to a certain extent can be momentum going into the offseason. One super underrated part of this is they're having a couple of kids who just signed that are actually going to be able to practice for the next week with the team. Oh, early and like They're already going to be at practice and I think on the sidelines. So I don't think they can play in the bowl game. I think you- – can but I know that I know for sure they're gonna be at practice I might have heard Isaac say it or somebody I thought I heard that Tennessee might be playing the Nico kid that'd be amazing I would love that because he's an early enrollee and there is some stipulation that you might be a lot maybe I'm misremembering what he said but I thought I heard Isaac say Tennessee might be playing the new quarterback since Hooker is out if you want a way to reinvigorate excitement at a bowl games Allowing the incoming recruits to play in the game to get it's, it's essentially like a modified spring game. You get a look at them in a game that counts, win loss record wise. Yeah, that'd be incredible, man. I'd love to see some of the freshmen suit up next Wednesday. I'm with you there. I, th- I think it'd be great if I get Aiden Childs to Dude, play a, a game yeah. right now. It'd be free. You get him at like the fourth quarter in a 30 to nothing game against Florida, and you get to see what he's got. Cut your teeth a little bit. Watch him score a touchdown and go, man, that's it. <laughs> I'm done. Take he's him the, out. He's the guy. <laughs> he's definitely the guy. <laughs> he's, he's the answer. So that's coming up uh, next Wednesday. That, I will be here next Wednesday. We'll be doing the uh, pregame show. I think we're, what, 12 to 3 pregame show that day?
2: Yeah, you get uh, a full three hours. Full three so hours. Uh,
0: you breaking guys need it
2: all three hours
0: to break that game. Yep. Yep. You're breaking it
2: all down. Les Schwab Invitational will be over on nine ten. that day. Uh, you know what evening. you do
0: when North Carolina oh, yeah. and Oregon play, right?
2: Yeah, you go three
0: hours. You go three hours because you throw out the record book. <laughs> ah. I was a little disappointed after signing day yesterday. Notre Dame fan was not happy with Oregon. We'll see again what happens with the Peyton Bowen thing. That was one of their possible opponents. It was down in North Carolina or Notre Dame in the Holiday Bowl. I remember you wanting Notre Dame. I wanted Notre Dame. Dame. We- yeah. How do you not want Notre Dame? To beat the Golden Domers in a bowl game? There's not a better feeling in the world than when you beat the Golden Domers, especially when you trounce them. I don't know if Oregon's ever beaten Notre Dame. Oregon State has. Uh, this is uh, it's also Final Four payback. Yeah, good point. I'm gonna text Mike Richmond. Suck it, Richmond. You should actually text him if Oregon ends up blowing them out, just to see what his reaction is. Hasn't UNC hoops sucked for the last couple of weeks? Aren't they out of the top twenty-five? No, they just yeah. The Pilots gave
2: everybody the blueprint on how to beat (laughs) (laughs) them.
0: They they just beat a top twenty-five team. Well, cute. Are they they ranked? Michigan. Well, Michigan's. I don't. Was Michigan ranked? Michigan is ranked. Yeah, when they beat Uh them, is North Carolina ranked? Uh, No, not anymore. I don't know if Swag knows what he's talking about. North Carolina
2: lost like five. <laughs> they in a just row. beat
0: Ohio State and they beat Michigan. I think you're making all this up. I don't think any of that happened. I'm looking it up right now. They just played proof. The Jordan- well. They
2: played Michigan last night in the Jordan
0: Classic. I just I didn't know if Michigan was still ranked. <laughs> Hold or not. on, don't go to break yet. The inner Tar Heel is coming out of Sprague right now. Well, it's getting very a little upset. bit of it. Are is. you rooting? Are you going to be wearing your Tar Heel, your Argyle uniform on Wednesday, watching this game, rooting against the Ducks? They just beat Ohio State and then they just beat Michigan. What Weak. are you talking about? They're struggling. Weak. It just happened. <laughs> They've won three games in a row. They're nine and four on the year. It's terrible. Okay. I don't know. They won. They lost four in a row. They've now won four in a row. I don't think Swag has watched North Carolina in two weeks. the hell! He was done by for the Pilots. Nearly knocked him off. Baycott was a monster. The near though. the near miracle at the at the PKI. The game will never forget, UNC Portland. You, ne- you need to text Jordan Bell and be like, yo, we got to watch this game together. Let's, yeah, let's, gra- let's see if Oregon can grab a rebound. We need pay. We need Too payback soon. here. <laughs> Too soon, man. <laughs> that was a painful one. Um, all right, well, hey, let's spray the line, shall we? Get your fake sponsors in 503-250-1080. Any of you out there braving the uh, windstorms listening to the show this morning? It's uh, We're spraying the line because we're off tomorrow. And uh, we'll do some gambling, make our picks, let you know how we did last week. That is next. We really
1: need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better Only at T-Mobile. Get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.
3: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without autopay pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits
1: or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.
2: After the end of a good fight,
0: Spraying the line, Sprague. Sprague the line, Sprague the line, Spreaking the line. All right, see what we got here. Spray the line, brought to you by the Las Vegas Bowl, where it just means more. <laughs> Did you see? By the way, real quick, <laughs> Mandel put out the, the the viewership numbers from all the bowl games so far. Okay. Vegas Bowl has gotten the most eyeballs of all the other bowl games, and I laughed at that because I thought, well, one, go go Biebs. go beebs. and two, I hate to say it, it's true. It it just there's no way that game should have been the most viewed bowl game. It just means more because Florida's in.
2: Well, I helped it was on. I believe it was it on ABC versus ABC. ESPN. It yeah. was
0: going against the Colts Vikings comeback, and yeah. it got moved to an 11:30 a.m. kick time. So, I mean, imagine if it got a primetime slot against nothing. Yeah, that's a great showing for them. Not many Power 5 schools have played in bowl games yet either. No, I know. It's been a lot just, of, like, yeah, Oregon surprise. State, Florida, what, was Washington State. what did they get? It was 2.5. Yeah, that's a solid number. That game sucked. <laughs> it did suck, yeah. <laughs> I wonder how much of that was weighted in the first half, too. Because by the time the third quarter rolled around, the game was over. And at that point, you had Minnesota coming back. Because the first half of the Minnesota Colts game was terrible. And then you had the crazy comeback that happened late and that probably affected the second half numbers a little bit. But I just have a vision that SEC fan is sick enough in the <laughs> midst of getting their ass kicked where at like halftime they're like, Well this game's over, so I'm just gonna punish myself more and they go dress in leather and come back and watch the game. Yeah, it probably happens. Uh what else we got here? Hold on. Uh Spring Line brought to you by a contract with the San Francisco Giants as rock solid as these picks. It's too soon too soon and <laughs> live brought to you by angels with filthy souls Merry Christmas you filthy animals. love <laughs> and to watch a Happy New Year <laughs> love to watch that movie and live brought to you by Dante Moore apparently earning money had nothing to do with his decision making much like Sprague <laughs> all right here's what happened last week boys uh, Sprager 3 and0 hit on the 49ers Seahawks under. The 49ers minus a 3, and uh, the Beavs minus 10. What do you breathe in a sigh of, like, just disappointment in me being 3-0? and 0. No, I'm just— Did I, you act, did you go bet the Beaver game? I hope you did on your way home. Uh, sure didn't. Why not? I, I too did, lazy on the I way up? <sighs> way too lazy on the way down. It's free money, man. I mean, oh, no. it was free money. I, I felt confident about that pick. No, I had
2: I had uh, two NFCs totally screw me when they had uh, they had those things in hand. And...
0: Yeah, Swaggy, you hit on the Beavs, you lost on the Cowboys and the Eagles. Uh, I went 2-1, hit on the 49ers on Thursday night, hit on the Packers Monday night, missed on the Bills and Dolphins Saturday night. And uh, Kevin Todd went 0 three. Yeah, I
2: still made up a game.
0: You only made, he went 0 three, and you only made up a game. That's a Don't. disappointing weekend. Yeah, I know. So season standing, Sprague after the three, 0 no, you're 29 and 16. How about that? After my two and one, I'm 26, 18, and one. KT is now 23 and 22, and Swag is 18, 26, and one. So uh, 3-0 weekend, the T box is yours. Where are we going, Sprague? You could just follow me every week, and you can make up these games on KT, but you keep picking the same games as him for some reason. Uh, I'm actually going to start with tonight's game. I I love this game. I love this spot. Zach Wilson sucks. I watched a lot of that Jets-Lions game. He had throws that had no business being completed. They were Hail Mary, you know, pop-up throws that somehow are running – Carter would catch it or somebody would just randomly fall under it. This dude ain't good. He ain't good. And and honestly, I think the last couple of weeks their defense has been a little exposed because their offense is struggling. I'm riding the hot hand. I'm going to take Trevor Lawrence and the Jags in a closed one. I'm getting oh, points here. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take it. I think right now it's sitting at Jags plus two and a half, if that's I'm not mistaken. What, that's what I'm getting, yeah. And so I'm going to take the Jags at plus two and a half. Okay, Jags plus two and a half. Swag first pick. Uh, I
2: am uh, firmly on the Bengals bandwagon right now. I think they're playing as well as anybody. Uh, they're only laying three. I will buy the half point. Bengals minus two and a half on the road. Oh,
0: come on. Well that now has me concerned. I already I write down my picks earlier in the show and my first pick is Bengals too. Now I'm concerned about that cuz Swags not having the best of year, but I'll stick with it. I do think Cincinnati uh is playing great football. Their defense forced a ton of turnovers last week. Joe Burrow is having another great season. Their offensive line seems to have settled in. They got off to a really shaky start uh first couple of weeks, but since then have been you know fantastic. And New England's offense is just broken. I mean they they they're horrible. Um, and I think that was a backbreaking loss for them, the way that they went down against the Raiders last week to lose in that fashion. So uh, I am on the Bengals. I'm not going to buy the half a point. I will take a minus three against New England. Yeah, I'm going to go to a pretty big one this weekend, uh, Divisional Showdown. There's a backup quarterback playing, and now the market is adjusting, and suddenly this one lost team is... Ah, uh-huh, you're doing it, huh? Great, I am. I'm, I'm falling into it. Look, I think... Yeah. Dallas could very well win this game. I'm I'm not going to bat an eye at that. It's more the Philadelphia's a good football team. They've, they've got a good defense. They've got some good playmakers. And I've seen Gardner Minshew win a game with this franchise last year. Yeah. Oh, by
2: the way, they could rush the ball for 300 yards against that Cowboy defense. They, they
0: very well could. Micah Parsons is up in the air. I'd imagine he is going to push through and play. And as Ken Barkley said, and I saw this yesterday, uh, they've had some sickness go in that locker room. This is kind of the fun spot for me where Dallas wins. Okay, But I've also seen Dallas lose these games at home and listen to the fans groan of, like, God, our team. Yep. Uh, I'm going to take the points. It's gotten up to six. I'll take Philadelphia plus the six here with Gardner Minshew. I think this could be a three- to four-point victory for Dallas if they win. I could also still see Philadelphia winning this game. Yeah, see, Um, I –
2: I got the same thing the next game. Dallas might have to pull it out with a field goal. But if I'm the Eagles, I am running this football. I'm taking the pressure off Gardner Minshew. They're expected to get Dallas Goddard back as well. Little security blanket over the middle. Um, Dallas, you know, if the Eagles consistently get three, four, five yards on first down and they can't, Dallas has to respect the run the whole time. They can't just unleash the pass rush. I don't know what they're going to do defensively. Offensively, maybe they've got enough firepower and they can, Dak can, you know, get his head screwed on straight. But I think it's a field goal game. Wait a minute.
0: You're doing the same game? Yeah. Familiarity, go away, dude! I don't want
2: your stink near my pick. Eagles plus six. Why are Those you betting against your own
0: team six. now? You because they deserve
2: it. Now he's yeah, weird now and I'm sadistic.
0: Lose. Yeah. Now I'm now gonna the lose. Cowboys are going to win the game by a touchdown. Nobody knows less about their own football team than you and the Dallas Cowboys, and now they're going to win this game by ten. And I'm going to be nothing but pissed at you. You're going to get a text. You know okay. that, right? Oh, there's an angry text coming. Maybe no happy, merry Christmas here. It could be like shove off. You ruined my bet. I'll be Christmas Eve. You're such a jerk. All right, my second pick, hopefully this is one that nobody else has, although I have a feeling maybe somebody else does. I've looked at this line all week. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. The, the Lions are playing as good as anybody in the league. Uh, they have won, what, five in a row, whatever it is, five out of six. I don't even know anymore, but they're playing great football. They went on the road to New York, found a way to win that game last week uh, against a good defensive, run the football team in the Jets. I think they got momentum. I think they could smell the playoffs. They feel like they got a chance to get it as a wild card. Because we'll on the road. water as long as it takes to bury right? you. We're going to bury you, and they're going to bury the Carolina Panthers this week. And The Carolina Panthers are not good. I think we all overreacted to that win in Seattle, and uh, it's just, I mean, they're not a very good football team. They haven't been all year. Lions go on on the road. They only got to essentially win this game. They're a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Give me a field goal win. I'm all over the Lions minus two-and-a-half in Carolina. Yeah, and I'm going to finish my barking parlay here. I'm going to bark again. I'm going to wrap it up with another dog here. Dogs have been wonderful to me this year. I've had a great year because of the dog and so I need to finish the year out strong with the dog. Uh, Try to wrap my brain around this one. I don't think this team is great, but the other team to me I think is a bit fraudulent according to their record. Uh, I've loved this all week. They're probably my number one teaser team. I am going Giants plus the four on the road in Minnesota. That defense sucks. Uh, I'm not particularly high on Daniel Jones, but I like Brian Dayball, and I think the Vikings do dumb things, and so uh, I'll take over a field goal. I'll take that. I'll probably use them in a teaser. Uh, I'll take the Giants plus the four. I like that pick.
2: I will finish up next Wednesday in San Diego.
0: Oh no! You're don't include my it. team. Oh, he's gonna don't do, it. do this no. to my team. I think okay. both oh.
2: teams are gonna be a little sleepy. I think uh, it'll take a little while for this one to dial up. That is a lot of points. I know both defenses are suspect, but I think it's going to take a while for the offenses to find the gear. I am going under 73 and a half points on that one. I can't wait for it to
0: go to triple overtime and people
2: tweet (laughs) us how lucky you are.
0: Did you see that? Oh, on, Navy the, Army on, the, on, on the Army-Navy game? People were yeah. tweeting us randomly like, he is so lucky. And I was like, well, bet wins. I have not been
2: that lucky all season. <laughs> I was due one, damn it.
0: Uh, all right, my last pick. I, I don't feel good about this, but it's been in my gut, and I can't deny my gut. Uh, there's two big favorites that I like this weekend. One of them is Kansas City against Seattle. I think I think Seattle is. We, we kind of know who they are at this point. I think Kansas City is going to kill them this weekend. Well, they don't. I, I'll just push back and say they don't cover big numbers off. They don't I cover know.
2: big numbers, and you got potential weather. Yeah. Well,
0: it's going to be cold. I think it's going to be sunny. It's just going to be cold.
2: Is it going to be windy? That's the question. I mean, it
0: might be windy, sure. Uh, but even in that case, I I still like. Kansas. I think Kansas City's pissed the way they played against Houston last week. They're embarrassed. They're trying to chase down the one seed Buffalo. Uh, I do, but but I'm not going to bet that game. The game I'm going to bet, and this is dumb, so don't don't take this pick, but I'm doing it anyways. Trace McSorley is going to start for the Arizona Cardinals. On Christmas night. Oh, you're doing this. I'm doing this. I love this. So Tampa got off to Tampa was up seventeen nothing last week at home against Cincinnati. And then it was just a comedy of errors in the third quarter. Giovanni Bernard, you know, had the, the fake punt hit him in the face mask. He turned it over. Tom Brady fumbled as he was going to the ground, threw a pick. Like they just had turnover after turnover after turnover. They dominated Cincinnati's offense in the first half of that game. Cincinnati could not get a first down. Joe Burrow could not throw. He didn't have any time. They couldn't run the football. I think that that was a message from Tampa like, hey, our defense still has it. They were embarrassed with the way they played against San Francisco the week before. I just I don't see how Arizona scores 14 points in this game. And so I think this is going to be a 17 7 low scoring. I don't trust Tampa's offense at all, but it's Trace McSorley against a good Tampa defense. I am all over Tampa. The number terrifies me. It's seven and a half, but I'm doing it anyways. Come on, Tom Brady, oh, Bucks. Oh, man. Minus seven and a half. I thought you were going the at other Arizona. way. Nope, I'm all over Bucks. Give me the Bucks. I'm going to say right now, as a Buck better, Godspeed to you. It sucks. <laughs> it's not I a good feeling. It. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Alright, here we go. Uh, Swag is on the Bengals minus two and a half. He's buying a point down against New England Saturday. That's a Saturday game. Uh, Eagles plus six against Cowboys and he's on the under of Oregon, North Carolina which will be next Wednesday of 73 and a half. Sprague is on the Jags and I plus two and a half trying to go back to back weeks on Thursday Night Football. The Eagles plus six and the Giants plus four against the Vikings. I am also on the Bengals, but I got him at minus three against New England. The Lions minus two and a half at Carolina and Tampa, whew, come on, put my nuts on the table. Don't let me down, Tom Brady. Tampa on Sunday night, minus seven and a half against Arizona. There you go, it's breaking the line. Uh, we're doing it today because we are off uh, starting tomorrow. Today is our last day. Let's wrap it up. Send you off in your holiday season. Next on the face. Santa baby, so <laughs> hurry
2: down the chain <laughs> Yeah, if you miss
0: it in the first tonight. hour of the show, I paid off my bet. We have added another song to our Dirt and Spray Christmas album, Santa Baby and Blue Christmas. Your Blue Christmas rendition was uh, fantastic. Thank you. Fantastic. Put a lot of time and effort into that yesterday. Well, you can tell. You, you can listen to it and go, ah, he's doing a pretty good Elvis there. Change it up a little bit, you know. Got to add some new lyrics to it. And uh, so that's song number two next year, song number three. And uh, we'll see who ends up winning the Civil War back you, next year. You know what's funny? So I hadn't heard this, I think, before until yesterday. I'm, I'm driving around. I'm running errands. And I I turn on the radio like every other normal red-blooded American. And I'm listening to Danny Dusty. And I get Jeff Rust singing an open on my radio, and I just thought Jeff Rust sings an open. Huh? Jeff Rust has an open that's actually not bad. Him's just legitimately singing like it's, Danny and Dusty. I don't know if he lost a bet or what happened there. If he just okay. said, "You know, I like to sing. Let me express myself." Yeah, it
2: was to it was to WKP in Cincinnati.
0: Yeah, it was really yeah. good, <laughs> and I was really proud of Jeff Rust for doing well, that. Well done, Jeff Rust. Well done. Well, this is it for us, folks. We got uh, we got a couple minutes left here. The holiday season's hitting, man. We done. It's vacation time. Yep, we excited for some time. I know you got to work next week swag, but you get a couple of days off at least this yes, weekend after today's practice game.
2: Yeah, I'll be back with you on uh, the 26th uh, from uh, Liberty High School with opening night of the Les Schwab Invitational.
0: My Cleveland Warriors are going to be on 10. Yeah, you'll be,
2: you'll be on Tuesday, Tuesday? as they okay. take on Duncanville, who oh, I goodness. think is the number one rated team in the country. They
0: don't say a chance. I just want to see Bronny.
2: And then Bronny will be the nightcap they take on Jesuit. Oh, they're in nightcap that day. Yeah, that's Tuesday. I think I'm going to try to go to that game.
0: I went to high school with the head coach of Cleveland High School. He was a kid from my class.
2: There you go, young
0: coach. Did you were you friends with him? Yeah, yeah. I used to play basketball with him when I was a kid. Really? Yeah. Did you see Coach Sam in his Glasgow? Shout out! He's the new head coach of Cleveland. Okay. They had Dame's buddy, and then Dame's buddy uh, went to Grant. Oh. Damn generals had too much money. We couldn't. Yeah, we couldn't keep. Gra- him. I
2: forget where Grant's coach went. Grant's coach went somewhere else. He bounced somewhere too. Yeah. yeah.
0: Coaching Carousel High School Basketball, man. It's not I, for the fickle heart. I heard it's uh swag is number one play by play, and then if swag can't do it, it's then Rashad. Okay.
2: No, okay. Rashad's my color guy. Color guy. And okay. then Dusty's gonna do some play by play because I got some oh.
0: pilots games. Oh, that's not what I heard. I heard it was Danny. Oh, Danny's doing play by play? LSI? Danny told me he's doing play by play. Controversy. Oh,
2: that's that's not the word that got to me. Well, the word that <laughs> got
0: to Danny and the word that got to you are two different words. So I, I talked to I gotta talk to the big boss. I was like, have here. you done play by play? And he was like I was like, okay, I might tune in. That's kind of fun. Good luck to you. Yeah. High school basketball is a great way to cut your teeth if you want to get into it. That's right. I did one LSI game many moons ago. I showed up. Swag asked me to get there. And uh, I talked for maybe the first five minutes of the game. And then I quickly realized I have nothing to add here. And uh, I went and ate at the buffet, and I brought my plate back out, and I just kind of—I put my microphone up and just sat and listened to Jason Swagger <laughs> call. I, I, high yeah, game. I don't want to be rude here. <laughs> you I, don't need me. You're R- good. Rashad is is going to do a lovely job. I've done that job though. Basketball doesn't need on radio a color analyst. It's a four second hit. Yeah, great three two. And he dribbles up the board like there's just no <laughs> real it's not television. There's, You're shooting the ball great? Yeah, yeah, right. Hey. I, I think the momentum's clear on their side. Okay, thank you. There it goes. Thank man. you. Now I gotta shut up because something else is happening on the other side. <laughs> I'm excited for Christmas though. I am too, man. I can't wait. Uh the build up, are we all ready to beat the the cold weather tonight that's coming into town? I just, I, the can down?
2: you hold off until five o'clock tonight? That's <laughs> all I ask. Let me get home.
0: And then I dump away. Right. It looks like my uh, I am I am the meteorologist for the show. And it appears that it will not start snowing or whatever it's going to be doing. And uh, likely until midnight tonight. Mm. Although there could be some flurries this afternoon. So keep an eye on those. But nothing really accumulating. Looking at about 9, 10 p.m. tonight is when you're beginning your uh, your snow avalanche. So when the... Uh-
2: that's when the heavy stuff will be coming.
0: That's when the heavy stuff's coming down. Uh, well, everybody have a Merry Christmas, a happy holiday. I hope everybody gets to spend it with family and loved yes. ones. Be safe. Yeah, if you're feeling sick, don't go. We, we just had something pop up for our Christmas, and so be smart about it. It sucks to be sick. And... Uh, yeah, you know, happy holidays, Happy New Year, yeah. to you guys.
2: Hopefully, everybody's power stays on. I think that's the that's the, big the fingers thing crossed the ice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: Let's hope the power stays on. We'll have a great weekend, everybody. I'll be back next Wednesday to do a little pregame for Oregon and UNC. So I'll be around next week. Patrick will be in yep. doing shows for us, so we'll have live shows for you next week, uh, right here on the Fan, and we will be back. Uh, as a full show on, what, January 3rd? Tuesday, January 3rd. Tuesday, January 3rd. So have a great Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. Happy holidays, everybody. We'll talk to you in a little over a week. And uh, that's it. Colin is next. You're listening to
1: 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,